Welcome to Ask Uncle Lee, and today I've got the hat. <laughs> so my daughter made me a, a wizard's hat, so I thought, perfect for this show. Right, I'm not sure how anybody's going to take me seriously on this, but <laughs> we'll give it a shot anyway. Alright, so anyway, let's get into the questions. Oh, if you do have questions, please leave them in the comments below, and I'll add it to the list. Alright, so let's get to that. Welcome to my channel. You are entering the world of magic and mysticism with your host, Lee W. Johnson. Keep the lights on and help improve the channel by becoming a supporter for just $2.99 per month. Hit the join button. Question time. Right, so the first one is from Evan Milstead. Uh, 1446 um, How do you feel is the best way to connect to local land spirits? I have tried meditating, contacting certain nature-oriented spirits and getting more involved with my local ecosystem. I feel involved in the living ecosystem but um, having trouble connecting to the spiritual web of, of the land I am on. Any thoughts? Um, I think you're doing everything right, actually. Uh, it's just a case of probably consistency and time. Um, also, make sure that you are making um, offerings, regular offerings. You know, if you're going to try and connect with land spirits, um, try and go to the same spot all the time. Um, try and do it on a regular basis, and you know, do of offerings on a regular basis. So, kind of. Go there, try and connect with them, give them a promise. Um, the promise could be you're going to go there once a week and clean up the area. Um, it might not need to be the whole area, a huge area, just a small area that you you go to to connect with them and make that your spot, make that your, your connection point and clean up the area um, and give them an offering and make it consistent. I think that's the main thing is to make it consistent because if you are going irregularly, then, you know, there's not really a promise or an oath um, that's being being made or any kind of bond that's being created. Um, and they, the spirits do like that consistency. So, you know, as I said, make sure you, you are consistent. If you're going there on a weekly or it might even be a monthly basis. It doesn't need to be weekly. Um, you may just go there once a month, like during a new moon or during the full moon phase or something like that. <clears throat> but make sure it's consistent. And just to explain to them also that there may be occasions when you cannot go there, you cannot make it. Things come up in life. Uh, so just make that clear to them. And uh, start working with them on that basis. Don't expect anything. Um, don't expect anything in return. Um, it could be a year, two years, three years, five years, seven years before, you know, they even start approaching you. Because in some areas they have been abused um, and they really don't like human human beings. Um, so they get very cautious. But if you do have that consistency, you are cleaning up their area to try and help them. You are giving them offerings, food and water, or it could be uh, honey and milk or you know, whatever you feel is right for them. Eventually you'll get into contact, you'll 
be able to ask them what they do actually like, but keep it simple. Um, water's good, water's fantastic. Um, it helps the, the growth of the plants. So it's an offering of life to the actual area. Um, milk and honey is good, oats, uh, bread. Um, you know, some other spirits do like alcoholic beverages, whiskey, brandy, uh, rum, uh, and things like that. Not all do though, so you know, wait until you've got a bit more contact before you find out from them if they do like it or not before you actually go and offer them. Also, what you could do is try and research the area and the actual the people who have the the, the indigenous people who have uh, been in that area and see if you can find out what they used to offer the spirits or what they still offer the spirits depending on what area you're in. Um, and then you've got some kind of idea of what offerings you can give them. But uh, otherwise, I mean, the meditations, the, um, you know, connecting with the local ecosystem, things like that, you're doing a great job. Just got to give it time. And as I said, consistency is the key here. All right, uh, next question. From God King Cthulhu138, uh, would you make a video about demonology holidays and how you celebrate them? I'm not actually, I, I don't, when it comes to the demonology holidays, um, you know, they are actually seasonal. Um, and so how you celebrate them personally is really up to you I'm not really I recognize the seasons as they come as they shift as the I feel the seasons changing but um, I'm very much a solitary practitioner um, that might change in the coming years because I am trying to grow a, a, a local coven um, but you know I've been very much a solitary practitioner and celebrating you know doing a whole celebration and ritual uh for a seasonal rite by yourself is kind of like celebrating your birthday alone um it doesn't really work that well so i kind of recognize the seasons i note uh when i feel the shift between the seasons and things like that and that's usually between the equinoxes and solstices and, and such things um but I do like the cross-quarter days, you know, Beltane, Samhain, uh, that axis, and uh, Yule, and Mid Yule and Midsummer, that axis also. I like, I like those those two axes. axes. Um, but when it comes to the demonolatry holidays, let's just go through them here quickly. Um, we have the spring equinox to Lucifer. We've got um, May Eve or Valpurgisnacht, um, which is the, in Connolly's book, it actually says the initiations and first rite to Leviathan, but in the text below, it says um, May Eve is the second rite to Leviathan. So I'm not sure if that's supposed to be the first or the second rite. It is kind of the first in progression from, from the spring equinox, so who knows. Um, and then we've got the summer solstice to Flarius, the um, autumn equinox to Leviathan, which that's the second or the first one, I don't know. Um, the Halloween rite to Eurynomus and Bulbareth, so those would be your death demons. Um, you know, that's, that's Samhain, is uh, the Halloween rite, so that's Samhain. 
which is very um, usually very much um, in relation to the the ancestors, um, the time when, you know, we, we kind of say Samhain is the time when the veil is thinnest and therefore the ancestors come through and we have our, our dumb suppers and things like that. But really, um, any of the cross-quarter days are going to be a time, and the, the equinoxes and solstices, are going to be a time when that veil is um, thinnest or thinning, Um so you know the opposite to Samhain is Beltane, and it's it's that's the axis, um, one of the axes, and uh, Beltane is just as good a time to connect with your ancestors as Samhain is. Um, we just kind of make it Samhain. Uh, I think it might be because it's, it's Halloween time. I don't know why we actually make that association. Um, and then we have the, where am I now? Oh, we have the winter solstice right to Belial. Um, so in regards to traditional demonolatry or modern demonolatry, as per Connolly, there are six main days. Um, she does state that uh, there is a second right to Lucifer in mid-November, and it was actually removed or abandoned in the 19th century, but has been reintroduced. Um, but those six seem to be the main ones. So we've got the four, um, the well, the two equinoxes and the two solstices, which make up four, and then the axis of Samhain and Beltane, or May Eve and Halloween. So those are the main six days. As I said, how you celebrate them is purely up to you. If you do have Connolly's um, complete book of demonology, there are, are suggestions, there are rites in there that you can actually follow and do uh, for these different times of the year. So a rite for Belial, a rite for Lucifer, a rite for Flarius, a rite for Leviathan, and a rite, uh, a rite for Uranimus and Bolbreth. Um, they are in the book, so you can follow those through and... Uh, celebrate the seasons in that manner if you wish otherwise get a bit more witchy about it yeah, really up to you personal thing okay uh, let me go to the next question oh, oh, go back from there okay this is from Neon Knights two questions here good stuff um, first question after you formed a connection to a demon setting up an altar, talking to them, giving them offerings, etc. How do you decide when the right time has come to do your first ritual in which you contact and invoke them? Uh, do you just decide based on the skill level that you have in the basics, example, meditation, energy work, etc., that you need in order to perform the ritual? Uh, do you do it when it just feels right? Uh, would you say there's a general rule of thumb for the right time for that ritual, that first ritual example, after a year or so, or does it also heavily depend on the demon? Um, okay, so first of all, yes, definitely first make sure you have all the foundational stuff in place. Your meditation, your breath work, your focus, your concentration, your one-pointed focus, um, your trance, you've got to be um, efficient and uh, or proficient in um, trance um, and the ritual format. 
you know, um, if you are going to be casting a circle and you're going to be doing a particular ritual format, make sure that you know that ritual format. Um, because if you're in the middle of a ritual and you've got to try and think what you do next, and then you've got to go and grab the the book or the text that you're working from and read that, it breaks the whole thing. It breaks the cycle. It breaks the flow of the energy. So what you want to do is just keep practicing that, that ritual for a period of time until you know it. And then you can go in and you can do it automatically. And that means that you start working with the energy instead of working with the actual text, the actual content of the uh, ritual itself. And that helps a great deal. So get all that foundational stuff in place and then go ahead. Do it. There's no right or wrong time. Um, and keep a record. Make sure you journal. Um, if you find that you go in and you do the ritual and it's a complete flop, journal it, record it, and then keep going back and seeing if there's patterns that are coming out, if there is a particular time of the month or the year that uh, works best or doesn't work best. Um, you know, So keep a record, keep journaling, and make sure you, you, you've got something to go back and you can actually check what went wrong, what went right. Um, you know, the timing of things it could be that during a full moon, your energy is low and therefore um, doing ritual and things like that doesn't work as well for you at that time. Um, whereas doing a ritual during a new moon, maybe your energy is high, but at the same time, it may be the opposite. Um, so, you know, keeping a record is a very important thing. So you can go back and you can check all these things, timings, um, certain phases of the, of the moon or times of the year when you're, when things are, are working better for you than other times. Um, so d definitely keep that record, but just, there's no specific time. Just make sure you've got the foundational stuff in place and then do it and record and test and experiment. Um, and just keep going from there. That's really it. Okay, so the second question. There are quite a few demons who can help you with health-related things. Do you know of one who can specifically help with sleep, sleep issues, like insomnia, a really effed-up uh, sleep schedule that you have trouble fixing, etc.? I don't recall that this was mentioned specifically about any demon I have yet read about, so I thought maybe you have some experience with that topic. Thank you in advance. Uh, I hope you're having a great week so far. I am. Thank you very much. Um, okay. Can't think of any specific demons from grimoires like Goetia. There's probably some in there, but I can't think of any. But uh, one spirit you might want to contact is Hypnos uh, from the Greek pantheon. Um, you know, Hypnos really is just sleep. So uh, I'm sure Hypnos can actually help you. Um, that's, in, in, in a situation like that, that's who I would go to is Hypnos um, and speak to, to that spirit. Really as simple as that. Okay, um, I think I'm going to leave it there. Let's just check what the next question is. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there and I'll get on to the next question next week. Okay, so have a good one and I'll see you then. Cheers for now. Bye-bye.